A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, just smell the sweet air of West Hollywood billowing on my rippling cheeks. It feels so good to be back. Feels right. Honestly. I have, might have a little bit of a cold. As much as I hate LA, I actually love it. And don't even look at me. Cold. With your cold. You look great. Thanks. I'm feeling great. Thanks so much. I'm feeling... I think you're like in a prime. I decided that I was going to glow up. That's where I ended 2020. No, you're right. And then spent 2021 dedicating my life to glowing up and then just continuing that plan in 2022. Simon and I both had the moment when you came, when we saw you in SF, we met you for dinner and we both went, oh my God. Thank you. The gays were just, you got the the gays gays in a a little bit of a flutter. I'm trying to get everyone fluttering. I think we both we're thriving on tour absolutely i feel so blessed that we had such a good time i mean that genuinely we had such good qt together great qt great seafood lots of lols so many oysters and other seafood items i think my favorite part was traversing pike place market with you that was a real adventure that i'll never forget portland i didn't get much time Portland, I spent most of it. <laughs> okay, we need a, a true confession hour. No. Why? We can't. I want to. Mm-mm. Come on, just let me. Let okay. me speak my truth. All right, I won't censor you this time. <laughs> don't Tony censor Tim. me. Don't censor me. Okay, I have to just, I'm going to do like a city hall. Okay. H-A-U-L and just like rate the cities. Oh. SF? <laughs> Three out of the only (laughs) five cities on the West Coast. SF? Number one. Number one. Love San Francisco. It feels Uh, good there. I just love the vibe. It's the most beautiful city. It's true chef's kiss. I both went. We both went. Ooh. I said, "Mm, give me that Bay Area feeling. It's definitely giving. It's definitely giving. Always has, always will. Seattle. Seattle, number two. Number two. The Emerald City, gotta love it. Is that I, what it's called? Yeah, oh. and it really is Emerald City. The Seattle it's Emerald, Sunset. It's Emerald because it's a Starbucks apron. It is. <laughs> it's named after the Starbucks siren. Mm-hmm. Oh, the sunsets. The sunsets are 
I've never seen anything like it. And I had a building in between me and the sunset. So I only saw it on either side of the building. It was still the top two sunsets I've seen in my life. Sherbert. Yeah. Like absolute beautiful. Love the vibe. The the dampness was just. mm. Sorbet. Sorbet. It was. Frosé. It was. Cool. We got to meet cool people. It was just so awesome. And everyone was really friendly. Yeah. Seattle was a friendly place. Portland. Portland. (laughs) You have a little little work to do. (laughs) (laughs) And I know I say this. I say this knowing that the Portlander listeners are going to be furious. They're going to come for your head. Guess what? It has nothing to do with them because everyone in every city was a gem. It was no, this is no reflection on the people of each city. It's just a reflection on the cities themselves. The people in Portland were delightful. Yeah. Like I love the people, all the fans that we met from beginning to end were like some of the best fan interactions i think we've had so far the fan from the fans to the people that worked at the venue to my concierge at the marriott <laughs> could not have been what more welcoming and yeah. like delightful important <laughs> <laughs> i had fun i no. i can't really rate it though because i only you're a goddamn liar i had fun at, you're a goddamn liar Camille. i had fun at the show and then when we went out it was fun but i I didn't, I spent most of it in a hotel room. So I was like kind of depressed and the, I didn't, I, I was didn't, walking I around the next day looking for something to soothe me and I just couldn't find it. No, I was soothed by Hank, the big fat English bulldog we saw. Oh, shout oh. out to Hank. Shout out to Hank. Shout out to his owner. Just some guy walking his beautiful English bulldog down the street. Who probably gets picks up so many girls. Who is a star. He a- looked like he's tired. Like, I think this dog could get him so much pussy. He is actually exhausted by the amount of pussy that he could potentially get from having the cutest bulldog. Hank ever. turned to me and said, no. But he turned to all the women and said, let me at him. He tried to hump my leg. He was only into women. He tried to start with me he started with you as in my heart belongs to another but yeah i didn't really get to i you know i didn't get i was only there for less than 24 hours i didn't get to like acclimate to the city i saw things (laughs) (sighs) i'll just say it's not my favorite but guess what i say that with an open mind and i'm willing to i'm willing to be shown things that makes me change my viewpoint always have always have always will i was happy to come home yeah i was i'm if a city if a city makes me (laughs) delighted to be back in la which i covid turned la and i literally am like this is the most disgusting city i I fucking hate it here i fucking hate la so much and if a city is making me feel like cozy about coming back to la that city is some (laughs) Project. Great hotel. Do. Great Marriott. <laughs> Anyways, we'll get off port because I can feel the anger. Ooh, I can feel the anger. The PDX. The, yeah. PDX. PDX crew. Yeah. It was great show though. Incredible show. Incredible energy. I mean, when we said, when we ever said we were recapping the Roll Sick reunion, the screams that bellowed throughout the chapel area. I've never known such screams. So, Mississippi Studios was 
quaking. Mm-hmm. The 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 big one hit, and it was at Mississippi Studios when we said we were, and we got and we did a the epicenter. Ten, mm-hmm. We did a ten minute tangent on Jen Shaw thwarting prison by ingratiating herself with an undersea kingdom of jumping into the ice <laughs> fishing pit at the reunion mm-hmm. and swimming and joining a dolphin community ice dolphins, ice dolphins. telepathic ice dolphins but eventually after becoming their president leading them into the japanese cove of blood where she's paid a handsome fee to turn over the lives of her loyal subjects more on that later yeah you'll hear it Right? They already heard it. Oh, it's out. It. Yeah, it's out. When did it? I put it out Friday. Oh, I love that. So they know. But yeah, it was a great, successful week. We're so excited for guys. Tickets are on sale for our June, early Denver, summer. Minneapolis, Detroit, and Philly. Philly. A triumphant return. Laura's first time back in Philly. Yeah, I'm so excited. Laura. Will what will be the fare of choice in these fine cities? What do you mean? Well, like Pacific Northwest with seafood towers, oh, but all these Philly? places are a little bit landlocked. Mm. Philly will do a cheesesteak. Cheesesteak tour. We'll do a tour of we'll do a tour of uh South South Philly, the Italian market. Oh, I love that. Philly. My heart belongs in the Italian market. You might want to move there. Speaking of Italian mm. My brilliant friend is back. I have not watched the first episode, but I'm so fucking excited. Oh, it's back on HBO it's now. It's back. Yeah, oh, cool. the season, the season three. What does it does it jump ahead when they were older? Yeah, but it kept the same girls. Okay. So I think it's just having like twenty year olds play like thirty somethings, which triggers me. But it's fine. I'll get over it. Through J Law. Yeah, because uh, the friends are brilliant. Mm, I have to recommend the dropout oh i was that was on my list oh, too it is so fucking, fucking good incredible not only is amanda seyfried next level good in it the music the music takes in- me to a place of 2003 mm-hmm. from the yeah yeah yeah's to len steal my sunshine like it's just whoever supervises the music should get an emmy yeah they put their pussy into it but she is so incredible in yeah. this role she is like she's turning it she's like meryl good i think like she is like very underrated i feel like as an actress yeah i just i think she's unbelievable where's she been she's been low-key i appreciate that i think she like had a baby and like was chilling yeah she has she She she, had shit to do she made a lot of money yeah she's fine she came back with a like she's gonna win everything for this i think Maybe it's so early, but she so chilling and so like you the range from sympathizing with her to also being like, oh, you're a cold blooded psychopath. I root for her. I'm literally like justice for Elizabeth. (laughs) Justice for Theranos. Justice for Elizabeth. Justice for Larry Ellison. I'm only on. I've just finished episode two, so I'm okay. not totally caught up, but I am in a place of justice for E. Holmes. Did you get to the point where she meets Larry Ellison? Oh, yeah. Incredible. I had chills. That was the guy from Die Hard who played like the douchebag co-worker of Bruce Willis's wife. Oh, cool. Anyway. I don't remember him. It's so good. It's incredible. It's also like, it's so... The whole team is killing it. But watching it, like... 
because I watched the HBO doc, The Bad Blood. Yeah. But like, they were truly just peddling sorcery, basically. And people just believed her because she was so com- compelling, but also so not human and weird. Yeah, but it was also just a lot. Uh, like, she just lied and said, like. I know. I mean, that was an interesting exploring the psychology behind like why she would lie about this to those investors that gave her like the 165 mil like series B round or whatever and not just like take the L and move on with her life and because like the thing is she's really smart she's unbelievably determined determined as hell and if she had just, and most startups I feel like fail. So that's not like out of the norm. And if she had just said, you know what? Like this was an idea. It didn't ever work, but that's okay. Back to the drawing board. She probably would have come up with something eventually that was actually legitimate and worked. Well, what's funny is that that COVID, there's a COVID testing that's called Q and it's, they advertise it for the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and it's literally Theranos. It's like a she box. Shaking. But if she had just held on and like was patient and tried other endeavors while keeping that, like they probably would have eventually figured it out. Yeah. That's the thing. But I mean, she if you're running out of money in that situation, like you can't. Yeah. The only way that you hold on is by getting more money to just keep like fucking with things. Did you get, wait, is it, is the finale, end of episode two when she says, I don't feel things like other people? Yeah. That was... That chilled me because mm-hmm. she was basically admitting that she's kind of a psychopath or a sociopath. Yeah. I didn't take it to mean that. I just took it to mean that she's like a little bit, she's a little kooky. I mean, I love that moment when she said, when she looks at the Easy Bake Oven and goes, what is that? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, it's for my daughter. And she goes, why doesn't she just use a real oven? And it was like, oh, you're like, you're missing a chip. Yeah. But also a great question. Yeah. I'm on. I'm in a place of defending Elizabeth at all costs, so I can't like have any haters at the moment. The way that she talks, and her voice changing, like in those first two episodes, she's not. She doesn't have a deep voice. She <laughs> did that to make people take her more seriously. Men, and also like, don't a lot of people just lie in startup culture? Oh, yeah. It's I all mean- like smoke and mirrors until you really like hit the jackpot of your dreams. I mean, that guy that not Edmund, but the other guy that helps her in Switzerland, Edmund's like the one with like a conscience, the inventor who like is mad that they lied. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. But the other guy says to him, like, this is how you, this is how you do it. And it's like, you fake it until you can figure out a way to make it work. Because I think that they really thought, I mean, it, it worked I think, that one time. Yeah. But also I was watching it with my friend who's a doctor and he was like, Ryan. Yeah. And he was like, sepsis is literally not hard to detect. He's yeah. like, I could probably look at blood and just tell if it's septic or not. Oh, whoa. So alt pitch instead get, of Theranos, you just bleed on like a piece of paper and show it to Ryan. Dr. Ryan on the pod. I know. Let's get him on the horn. Just a gorgeous... Tall drink of water. Tall drink of water. Wait, but 
yeah, I'm gonna I'm justice for Liz through and through. Mm. She is a persecuted queen who didn't deserve it, and I would have bought a Theranos uh, machine and I, I would have put it next to my espresso machine. I admire her, and like, I'd be testing my blood every day. I'm very like y'all. Like I love like a woman just scamming men, but I'm also like she was like endangering people's lives. Yeah, I mean, not cool when it not got cool. to people actually trying to get diagnoses and like patients and there was what's funny is there was just like and i think they they started capturing it but they talk about it in the docuseries but there was just literal blood all over the place where are they getting all this blood well they didn't have they had no proper like i don't think they had like blood safety protocols, protocols. So they yeah. were just like there was literally just like blood everywhere i was working in the lab <laughs> one night. like there was just blood like coming out of machines and just everyone had blood on them and it was like when the guy spilled all the blood on uh, the other guy's shirt i would literally i don't know what i would do i honestly love blood so i wouldn't even be bothered <laughs> I don't I'm I don't, obsessed with blood. I'm not like someone that gets triggered when I get blood work, but I'm I don't like blood. I love it. I think it's cool. Mm. It's like the consistency is really weird mm. and sticky. And I like that it's like purple or black in your veins or blue, but then when it is exposed to oxygen it becomes red. I think mm. blood's very cool. I'm a bloodhead. Blood rave. I'm a bloodhound. I guess I think it would. I think it's okay to lie. It's okay to steal money from men. It's okay <laughs> to lie up until you're then selling machines that you know don't work. Yeah, like. Then that's what she did. Yeah, but so right now I'm giving her the thumbs up on a lie. I'm saying, lie, bitch. It's no, I, yeah. When you start like selling it to Walgreens and like saying it's gonna like. <laughs> like people will be able to detect cancer and like have a false sense of security about like yeah prognoses that's not cool, that's not cool. but if you're just scamming, you need to be honest you need to be honest but if you're just scamming like billionaire douchebag men like go ahead if you're just getting investment money and doing the research i find that to be pretty harmless because i feel like if you do th- it's one of the things where if you do just throw enough money at the problem you're you'll eventually figure it out but she was so impatient. That was the thing. She wanted. I know, and she, she wanted... couldn't take no for an answer, but not in kind of a good way. Like in no. a in a good way, but in a way that turned really dark. Well, she wanted to be like she wanted the immediate like. She wanted to be like this like, wonderkind like, yeah, you know Zuckerberg or Bill Gates or you know, the Google people like out of their garage. She also just shouldn't have dropped out of college. I really think that she should have. Yeah. She like, wasn't that smart. She was really smart, but it was like, she needed education. She needed that education to be able to do what it was she wanted to do. My friend was like, Rayanne was like, you should, she should have gone to med school because then she would have like the more know how to like be navigating this world. And she could have had a company and been in college at the same time. She was too impatient. And I, and I love that moment with Lori Metcalf. My queen. When she was just like, you have to study. Yeah. And she was like, you're only, you're the best job you can do right now is be 19 years old in college. Her speech, her as a woman speech, I was like, hell yeah. And I love how she was like, I'm going home for a foot rub and my big fat Greek wedding on DVD. I was like, relatable queen. (laughs) She goes, I suggest you find your version of that life. And 
Ms. Holmes, Ms. Holmes was like, no bench. But she was a little, she was a little bit like not sending the elevator back down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she was a, like. She was a bit of a hater. Well, she, she was, was a, a bit jealous of, hater. She was a bit of like a, like do as I say, not as I do. Yes. Women empowered women, but then being like, I'm not going to help you to like a young woman. Mm-hmm. She could have been like, you can be my intern or something. And the men's attitude is like, get the money. And I kind of like the juxtaposition of those. And I also. Well, the men all want to fuck Elizabeth. That's, I think they're all like a little creepy with her. Maybe, but. They're all like, she did like have a, like, I remember the way they talked about her in the docuseries. They were all like, about her. Because they were all like dorky, like. Yeah. Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley men are like the drags. I'm just like, would this have happened to a guy who was in her situation that was like doing the same things that she was doing? I mean, this is, yeah, because what they were peddling. in such a public way. No, I mean, she, I think there's sexism in it. And I think she's, it's alluring because she's like this like. Blonde. Blonde, like mildly attractive (laughs) weirdo. With, who talks like a dude mm-hmm. and is but is like very like fair like very much do you know what i mean she's like an inch i think she hits like all these interesting fascination points in our culture i do think that like men could probably have gotten away with it for longer because men are just like they get away with more things but i do think when you're peddling this sort of thing involving help people's health it's not you're gonna get caught you know what i mean like it's it's blood. Yeah. It's like when you have blood involved, it's not just like Bernie Madoff, like funneling money and like laundering money and moving it around. Like it's literal blood coming out of a toaster. I just wish that we could go back in time mm-hmm. and say like Liz, Liz, just chill for two seconds and like just relax. Because I think that it would have worked out eventually. I mean, this Q thing is literally like... you don't. What do even, you do with it? It's you like blow you, on it? It's something you don't even have to swab. You I mean, spit on it? Didn't you see it? Gal Gadot did no, the voice of Carrie, Q. No, I don't pay attention to Super Bowl stuff. I well, saw was, the like, Sopranos the ad. ad and that was it. Excuse me. I saw the ad because it was on Twitter and because Gal Gadot voiced Q. And I, I was like, very fitting. But it's basically like I love that it's called Q. I feel like that's like a deep troll to QAnon. Maybe it's, but it's non-invasive COVID testing. So how does it work? You like with a single drop of blood. With a single drop of blood, you can make Q. You spit in its face. You basically like spit in it, put it in a machine, and then within like a minute, it comes out and says if you're negative or positive. It's like they advertise it like gearing towards. How much towards, is this machine? I don't know. They were they were gearing it towards parents sending their kids back to school because in the commercial the mom's like, so Tommy, we all know that little Timmy at school is he's positive, so like he's not going to be at school today, but because you had a play date with him, let's let's do a Q test. Okay, can I be honest? I think that's fucking disgusting, and I Why? think the the Q peddlers. It's 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 Theranos vibes. I think it's fake not fake but i think it's a disgusting money-making ploy it makes me sick and that's that's how i feel about it how much is it i gotta google this (laughs) this is Paige, the co-host of giggly squad and i want to tell you about a company that i've been loving olive in june 
Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big the contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted me undies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with me undies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at me undies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com/sexy. That's meundies.com/sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. Me undies, comfort from the outside in. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. 
Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. I'm sorry, it had magic box vibes. Like, I did not believe it when I watched the ad. I was like, this is very much... I don't want a PDF, goddamn. Here, look up a commercial. I don't want a goddamn PDF. Q C U E. Oh, okay. Gary, come on. You do swab. Oh. You're full of misinformation. But it's like instantaneous or something. Like yeah. it's very quick. I think it's Insert like. Insert the cartridge. And you'll know. And then it links to an app. How much is this thing? But like, what's the difference between just that and like a normal rapid test? They can make more money off of this. I mean, I got my, I got my free state sanctioned rapid tests and I've used them all already. A Q membership? No. This is a fucking racket. Well, yeah. $39.99 a month. For Q? Yeah. But that's that's not like for how long? I don't think that's for like the actual machine. Can you see? Can you see how long it takes for a result? Cartridge swab thing results within twenty minutes. Why not Wait, just get rapid? Why not tests? get a rapid test? I'm telling you, this is a fucking racket. Gal Gadot should be ashamed of herself. Well, of course she would attach herself to this. This says Q essential membership is 10 COVID-19 tests per year, a $650 value. Wait. Discounted Q reader at 149, 249 value. So you pay $149 for the reader. Then you also pay $39.99 a month forever because to get your Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Some people take one year subscription payable monthly. I know people who get co- who have to take COVID tests every day. You get 10 a year? Are you kidding me? I'm literally just going to get the fucking You get a reader for 149. No. You get your membership and you get a 10 pack of COVID tests for $188.99 and then you check out and then I guess you keep paying the monthly membership. This is But if you want more, they have a 74.99 monthly membership. This is disgusting. I'm telling you, it's fucking it's disgusting. It's really disgusting. It's predatory and it's they should be ashamed. Called out. Yeah. Like that's fuck you Q. It should just be free. Yeah. If you really care. Also, you don't care about No, no one actually cares. But like, wait, why? I'm confused because rapid tests take 15 minutes. Yeah, this is basically the same thing. But it's, but it's, it's like a machine. It's more time. It's five minutes longer. It's five minutes longer and it's big and clunky and, and you only get two, 10 a year. Way more expensive. Some people have to take 10 in like 
over the course of 10 days yeah like what about people like people crews that work on like movie and film sets tv sets like they have to take a test every single day well q's not gonna be financially solvent for them they should just stick to the rapid test i guess fuck you yeah fuck you q yeah really fast before we get into roll sick which i'm happy to delay as much time as possible mm-hmm. um love is blind season two is it giving R- giving it's absolutely unhinged really insane i thought someone was saying that it wasn't that good it was really crazy i thought it was what's so crazy about it um what's great about it nothing's great about it but it's so like it's so fascinating to watch these people talk to each other and like their idea of intimacy and like casual like bed talk is so weird it's like they're like oh my god we're having so much fun and they ask that their idea of intimacy is being like, what's your favorite sandwich? Yeah. And, and being like, bologna. Like one time there's one point where she's like, oh my God, I love music. <laughs> and, and, and one of the guys, this guy shake, who's sort of the villain of the season. He tries to determine how fat all the women are by asking if they could fit on his shoulders at a music festival. Like scum of the earth. That doesn't determine fatness. Well, he's like, a, he's a big POS. And then in the... I'm like, I couldn't, but that's not for being fat. That's just because well, I'm no, but, so but he's tall. so shallow. And he, he, ends, he marries or gets engaged to this really beautiful, kind girl named Deep Tea, who's like the like Yas queen of the season. Like everyone's like, she's everyone's hero because mm-hmm. she, I mean, can I spoil it? Yeah, I guess I don't really want to watch. She says this. no to him on the altar. Okay, good. She walks away from him, but he also like he's like, he he just can't stop talking about how unattracted he is to her, and that. Then why is he getting him, married? Being with him, being with her is like being. He feels is like being with an aunt or a family member, and apparently he <laughs> so said like he meant like an aunt, like a bug. No, like his aunt, and apparently he Has says he like fucked his aunt. Extra repulsive shit that we didn't hear. So like everyone hates him in the reunion. But why is he getting married to her then? Just to go through with it? I think Is he saying that prior to their wedding? Yeah. He's like, I just he's like, I literally he's like, she's so amazing. I'm in love with her. Like I, I think we have such a big emotional connection, but like I have zero physical attraction to her. Well then you should definitely not wed. But she really was trying with him, and I think she found out like right before the wedding, someone came to her and was like, Don't marry this guy, he's a pig. And she found out about all the shit he was saying behind her. So at the on the aisle, she's like, I can't marry you. I need Thank to love God. myself. And then she walks off. And all her family is going like this. Can you imagine? Just like, can you imagine someone being like, I'm in love with you. Like, you're incredible. Like, you're the love of my life. But I am zero physical attraction to you. Also, she's like objectively gorgeous. Like, she's like... They're both no, Indian. No, attraction, attraction is just like subjective right, or whatever. Right. Like but like he's not, he doesn't even like try, I don't think. He's just like, I'm basically without like, saying why, it. Then you're not really, I don't think you're really in love with someone. No, if he's not. not. He's, I think them. he's like a psychopath. Like, like he was a, just doing it for TV. Yeah. And in the reunion, he's like starting. What is he saying? He's just like, we all know this is a game. Like, we're all, we all just want extra TV time. Like, blah, blah. And then Vanessa Lachey comes for his ass. <laughs> she was waiting She gets for a little too. I'm like, all right. Like, She's you guys need to be, too much. you guys need to be a little, un, like, non-biased. Presenter. The host. 
She she says she needed to, like she was like she's been waiting for her moment to snap at someone. She says, "You just you just came on the show to find to find a girl to fuck, didn't you, Shake?" And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Whatever." And then she's like, "Then you should be on a show, another show, another kind of dating show where it's just casual fun." <laughs> and he's like, "Well, why can't we like?" look for some love but also like to have fun with it like why does it have to be well, so then why'd you end up with someone that you're unattracted to well because they do it behind they're separated they just do it based on voice yeah and then they choose and then they have to they, like see if it yeah. works out i've i've completely forgotten how this there's works. a wall between them so they yeah. can't see each other but that can't they oh but if he was like oh i'm not attracted to you then their segment would just be over right. but he kind of like in some way, like he is, and they're all like, "No, none of us, none of us think that way." Like we all were here to find like, and I was like, Please, "Okay, you're on a reality show." But then he says like, Turkey. He says some heinous shit about DMT. It's it's pretty wild. But Vanessa Lachey goes off on him. She goes, "God forbid I ever get dismangled in an accident. This man right here would love me regardless." Dismangled. Yeah, I think she meant she meant dismembered. <laughs> disfigured or disfigured dismangled wait i'm on a show called pug is blind that just is two pugs snorting is that you are blindfolded and you walk into a room of pugs and then you just have to choose one of them to be your soulmate and then it follows you as you grow to love each other or it was just two pugs separated by a wall that just sniffed Mm mm-hmm but anyway, it was it's it was pretty wild. And there's this character named Shayna, who's sort of the Jessica <laughs> of this season. Come here. Do you remember Jessica? Oh, I'll never forget her. She's sort of her. And <laughs> in the reunion, she's like, I think she must need glasses or contacts because she's going like this. <laughs> <laughs> she's squinting the whole time like sun is in her eyes. Squints McGee. And she's very like Christian girl autumn. Mm-hmm. She's floppy hat vibes. Mm-hmm. I love that. Anyway. Well, sounds... Well, entertaining. Let's, let's get into the reason why we're here. Ugh. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy, Sexy Unique, Unique Pug. Podcast. Salty, Salty Utah, Utah Pugs. Wait, okay, so I was looking, I was remembering... I want to go reconfirm how long this is. September was when we started recapping this. This isn't the longest September. show of my life. September. It's That's been six months. Six months of our lives. It's too much. It's too long. Cap it off at 15 episodes. 24 episodes. 20, like, this is Grey's enough Anatomy. Is enough, yeah. What the fuck? And these women have not done anything deserving of an extra. No. Like this reunion, I'm like, can we wrap it up? I kept checking the clock to see, like, are we close now? And it was like, I don't even want to like, recap it in full. I just want to talk about the highlights because it's so boring. They also did the the first five minutes were the just same. the same as the last. I, like, I, yeah, what the fuck was that? I don't know, but someone you're fired for that. They're fired for that. And also, but Laura, September like 18th is when we started. That is crazy to me. Those are hours and hours of our lives we'll never get back. 2021. Okay, wait. I need to talk about something else before we get into this. Okay. Randall and Lala, it's getting it's getting messy. It's giving. It's giving messiness. I heard. Lala said that Randall is was with a 23-year-old. 
when she was giving birth and now he's like may or may not be dating her wait he was with her physically when lala was i think they were like together or like i don't know if he was with her physically but they were like in a relationship of sorts and i have a lot of empathy like it sucks and i would not i'm sad for her that she has to be a single mother and blah 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 but at the same time i'm like honey once a cheater always a cheater isn't that he, a saying like the way you got him is the way you'll lose him? Yeah, I mean it's it's she was she was that. She literally was that. She was that girl and like not it's not her fault that their marriage but like you you willingly got with a man that's down to go out on his wife and children and two children and be with you and then get like, into a fucked up what makes you think that he's yeah. going to be any different when it comes to your turn? It's like the moment she had a baby, he was like that. Yeah. Or he like satisfied her by like she, telling her like, yeah, let's have a baby. I want to be with you forever. Like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a bummer, but she, she, I'm not saying you asked for it, but like you, you it's not surprising. It's not surprising that this fucking pig person is Pigs gonna be pigs. Yeah. You know? Like Randall Emmett, I don't think he's like any kind of pillar of He's not like an upstanding man. No. <laughs> but she's So who is this twenty three year old? Like just some like Insta girl? I don't know. Hmm. I didn't see a pic of her or anything. What I would love to know more. What if it's the girl from Euphoria, the lips? <laughs> I wish it would lips. Because I feel like lips would really like teach him a thing or two mm-hmm. i don't think you can pull one over on lips it's definitely giving she's everything to me she's so good and lips come up in this world i'm following her rising star with every twist and turn is she the new julia fox kind of lips is everywhere she was storming the runways she was in- bootsing she was bootsing the runways in New York, Milan, London, Patty, and she's doing tons of photo shoots. <clears throat> By the way, did you see the Balenciaga fashion show? Yeah, I loved it. Was it was incredible. But it also was giving me Angelina arriving to the Jersey Shore house vibes with the, the trash, trash bags. <laughs> I know. I just love the the blizzard. Mm-hmm. I love a blizzard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyways, I just needed to like have yeah. that moment. I mean, shout out to Lala. Shout out to Lala. She's doing the damn thing. Shout out to Ocean. She's cute. Shout out to single mothers doing their thing. Single moms everywhere. We see you. We, we honor see you. you. We love you. Randall. Randall. Dirty. Get fucking lipo on your chin for oh, the love no. of God. What? <laughs> <He needs laughs> That's to... where you draw the line. What? Get I'm right sorry. With God. Get right with God. You need to find God. Your... And also just like kybella or something that's what makes me think he actually doesn't have money because i feel like that would have been fixed by now just at least wait till your wife is like done breastfeeding before you fucking go dry hump another 23 year old hump the leg of a yeah also like i guess there's no shortage of girls lining up waiting to fuck randall I understand it on some aspect Laura, because there live, is something like, I know there is something like charming about him. Mm, there is okay. for girls with daddy issues. Randall scratches a certain itch. There's a lid for every pot. But like after knowing all of this, wouldn't you 
be no, like people no people don't care no especially in la i'm sorry yeah people if, if it means in some way getting them ahead they don't care getting ahead is uh, this day and age getting ahead is sad because it's just being on like a vod movie with like bruce willis who has two lines he's in every he's in every randall emmett joint no but he's in so many movies in general he's constantly working it's all like firestorm and it's like bruce will i'm like he is he needs a lot of money what does he spend it as fast as he, he must, makes it he must have like i mean i always think when someone is churning out movies like that that they're they're just needing like quick quick cash yeah what's the overhead of being bruce willis i mean he does have like a young wife and younger kids i think just you probably have I, f- I feel like when you've been famous for that long and like super famous like he is for that long you just have a lot of shit that you, you just, gotta pay yeah, for you, you just accrue and you just augment shit over decades and yeah. then at some point you got to pay the piper. So no money, more in, problems, vibes. So you have to be in like... You have to be in Randall Emmett's <laughs> dog shit flicks. But it, it's chill because you work for two days and you get like $2 million. Yeah. I would do that. Amazing. Anyways. Anyway, this episode is just basically Lisa... Being crucified. Is a liar. <laughs> this is... A- she's a, she's a full-blown... She's just a two-face, which she's, is not new information. Lisa That's like has, why I love her so much. She's the drama masks. Mm-hmm. The laugh, the comedy, and the drama masks. But I don't understand why all the Lisa... Like, this whole episode was just like, let's hate on Lisa. I think people are jealous haters of her because she has a lot of fans. And she's become sort of like the standout. I think people... She's an incredible woman. No, she... And I think people hate on her because she's like... She's got the gaze. You think like... It's like people don't... You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. And I think piggybacking off of that, it's like people don't understand that the reason we love Lisa Barlow is because she is like a total two-faced psycho psycho. That's the draw. Of course. And I I think sometimes when you're in it and you are not on the other side of the fandom, like being the ones where you're sort of navigating this newfound fame Mm. or whatever that is, um, you probably don't get that. You're like, you see her, you're like, this is a, disloyal unhinged pious stuck up nutbag who like is just cruel and says like heinous shit but you forget and when you're in the middle of the battle in the trenches you forget that we're all on the other side being like young and also it's like i think (laughs) these women think they're really gonna expose her and then somehow she's gonna lose her grip on the gays and me but honestly it just makes me love her more i'm like baby no like we are i'm like nothing you can do will ever make me hate lisa barlow she's the reason i tune in she is my number one. She's the reason for the season. And like she is. We are we're all watching the same thing that you're in and experiencing and we love it. We love it. So like So get on board. Get on board. Or get on, the fuck out. You need to align yourself with the villainess or, mm-hmm. or play with her. Play in her play the game with her. Yeah, and just be like fun and flirty about it. Don't try and come for her. She's hardly the biggest problem this season. Heather, I'm a little like Heather, you're not gonna like make a point with her no you gotta just stop and just 
And also, you were fucking kissing her ass in Zion. Don't even think she for was. a second I, I didn't see that. I forgot about that because it's been so long. <laughs> I forget when these episodes are, but Heather 84 was, years. It's been 84 years. And I can years. still smell the fresh paint. It's literally <laughs> the sheets had never been separated. Titanic vibes with this season. But I'm I'm like Heather and Whitney need to just take a chill pill. Also, Whitney, like, give me something. She goes, Lisa goes, all the stuff you're seeing is stuff that's on camera. There's a lot of stuff off camera. On camera, like, you know, you can't trust what's on <laughs> camera. And then Whitney goes, it's, it is the only part that matters, babe. <laughs> like, okay. Whitney was born to be on camera. Mm-hmm. I love Meredith goes, Andy, I have one more question. It's important did I have your back back then? At the luncheon. At the luncheon. And Annie goes, you're slowly making your points one by one. She goes, I am a lawyer. We forgot. And I had completely forgotten. Meredith Marks, Esquire. I know. And Lisa starts just texting at one point. Lisa has so many balls in the air. I truly believe she's be- still texting the as the Queen of Sentences want to do. Who is she No texting? one even calls her out. She just blatantly texts in the middle of this. And that's why, that's fucking why she's the number one girl in the group. Who is she texting? Venues? Venues, rental companies. She's like negotiating like rental fees and doing this reunion. No wonder she's stressed out. Andy, I have one more question for Lisa. It's very important. Lisa, did I have your back at the luncheon? Lisa goes... <laughs> Yes. Yes. You can always hear Meredith in a, in a trial. Mm-hmm. Like she's good. I would. I'd let her she would me. slowly. She's a slow burn. Mm-hmm. She's gonna be deliberate, and, and then all hell breaks. Yeah, loose. and then she'll like really, and then by the end you're like, wow, she just did that. Meredith goes, I was in the bathtub at the hotel, not the house in Vale. Yeah, she goes, she how many and- times? I truly don't understand. How many times do I have to tell you, Lisa? I was not at my father's memorial. I was in the bathtub. Why? I don't get it. I don't get it either. This is another where I start to fugue and I'm like, what are they talking about? They're talking about when Lisa called. I know what they're talking about, but I'm like, why are we still doing it? was like a simple misunderstanding and now it's cleared up. So there's no need to speak on it anymore. Also, Meredith just essentially, she was on the phone, just essentially rubbing her body. Just like bathing. Thank you very much. Just gorgeous bubbles everywhere. There's this new perfume I got like a sample of. It's Margella and it's bubble bath, Mm. which sounds fucking disgusting, but it's one of the best smelling perfumes I've ever smelled. And it does literally smell like you're in a bath. And that's like Meredith's 24 seven. What does Meredith smell like? Bath, like Mm. sensual bath. Like this perfume, honestly, you feel you're transported to a place (laughs) of bath. I got a really good candle from... Oh yeah, potable fireplace. Portable fireplace. Such a good one. It literally is like a fireplace. It is. Portable. (laughs) Lisa goes, Meredith, do you know I love you? Do you know I love you? And Meredith goes, Lisa, I I can't talk about this right now. Do you know I love you? And then they take a lunch break and Lisa storms out into the lot. She goes, where's John Barlow? Where's my husband? 
Meredith calls Seth and he goes, oh, you're looking good. Your mascara is not running. It looks like maybe you haven't cried. And she goes, I already cried. Seth looks like Santa Claus. Like he's in the process of turning into Santa Claus. He is the Santa Claus. Like Tim Allen, Santa Mm -hmm. Claus. And then Lisa's in her trailer just yelling at all the producers. I love that. You made it look me. You made me look so bad. I knew you were filming. I was on a rant. Why would you put that in there? You knew exactly what you were doing. And now everyone wants to come for me and take me down. They want to say, this is who you are, Lisa. Well, that was not me. That was on a rant. And why would you keep that? It was behind closed doors. I love her scream talking at the producers. And the producers look scared too. As they should be. I think I literally, I think they filmed it at this the same studio where i wrote on a show i love that like i'm i'm pretty sure it's like in the middle of hollywood by gower gulch sunset gower yeah yeah that makes sense yeah seth's on facetime i think he's the only husband that's not there he's busy working whatever he's doing mary's mean can't keep a job can't keep a job why don't you have a house oh that's right you can't Andy asks every woman who's been who here has been sent mean texts by Mary, and they all raised their hands except Jenny. Because Mary just probably blocked you. She was like, "Yep." And then she sent Whitney a series of unhinged text messages, being like, "I don't need a boob lift, a butt lift, injections in my face. I've never had plastic surgery because I don't need it like you." And I was like, "The level." of mental gymnastics you have to go through when you've had like full facial reconstructive plastic surgery to then come for someone else and just pretend like you've never had that is really why mary was one of the greats i honestly would love to get a cruel paragraph novel sized text message from mary cosby it's a rite of passage and I the fact that Jenny didn't get one means flop. that Jenny was not iconic enough. You're not iconic. Like there's almost like a loving feel to them. It's a it's reading. Mm-hmm. It's like someone really seeing you, but I would accept that kind of feedback. Mm-hmm. I would frame it. Everyone except Meredith thinks Mary's church is a cult. And Andy's like, Jen, why do you think it? And she's like, Well, I went on a Mother's Day. <laughs> service and they were praising not their own mothers but mary and we got a flashback to them saying you're the best dresser <laughs> no. so jen fully is like no it was a cult also jen goes i think every church is a cult to some extent and i was like preach sister and then heather goes i mean i think the mormon church is a cult then they don't support lgbtqia and then lisa goes okay Lisa's not having it. No, don't come for And I do think that that's the main reason why Heather doesn't like Lisa is because Lisa is like hardcore Mormon. Well, but I also think Lisa also is cruel to Heather because she thinks she's better than Heather. Yeah. I think there's like, it's a mutual, it's a two-way street. I think true, true. Lisa was really mean to her last season because she looks down on her. Yeah. She's, she's like a SP. She's an SP, but she's also like, I do feel that when you're like a new recruit, you're more radical than someone who was born into it. And she probably feels like she has to overcompensate. So she is. And I mean, this is my armchair therapy. Go off. I think she's probably a little threatened by Heather and Whitney because they're like Mormon. Inbred guys. No, but they're like Mormon, like royalty kind of, Mm -hmm. or like they're like true Mormons. And she was 
a New Yorker turned Mormon. So I think she probably feels threatened by them a little. So she feels like she has to exert holier than thou vibes. Yeah. That's my, that's my read. Fair enough. They get into the Cameron of it all, mm-hmm. which I forgot that he'd passed away. Well, Lisa goes, R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. She was, I'm going to cry about it if I, t- I miss him so much. Cameron died of a brain tumor. And then she, her tears stopped. She's, it is so sad and I don't know. And, and it just makes me so sad. But he died of a brain tumor. I, I'm obsessed with her tears. And then I was like, why are they all like they're all... Lisa mentions that he was on the board of some foster foundation, foster child. And they we all argue go, about that. And they're all arguing. He wasn't on the board. It's like, shut up. He's dead. Like, I know she goes, you live. guys are so sick. I can't even believe this. You're sick. And I agreed with her. And she reaches for her binder. And when the binder comes out, you know that she's got the receipt, but they're all like, he wasn't on the bar. I'm like, guys, who he's, cares? He's literally not alive anymore. Like just, and he was it. involved with it in some yeah, way, shape like, or form. Shut the fuck up everyone. Yeah. Like fucking Christ on a cross. And he asks how all the kids are doing. And he goes, Meredith, how's Brooks? And she goes, Brooks is, Brooks is good. He's finishing up his year. His, Final year at NYU. I'm like, is he gay yet? He's balancing <laughs> a lot, running a company and graduating. And sucking, sucking. Yeah. What's the doom? I love when Meredith cries because it's so fake. Yeah. They're all pretty fake cry vibes. Mm. They've learned from the queen, Jen Shaw herself. Incro- I just kept writing incroyable. <laughs> incroyable. Meredith goes, I have another question, Lisa. Did Cameron give Mary $300,000? And Lisa's glasses are now on and the binder is out. Mm. And we don't ever find out what the amount is. But even if he did give her $30,000, it's still a shitload of money. Yeah, like, stop. The point is he gave her lots of money. He gave her lots of money and she harmed him. Like, And he's also, he's fucking dead. So like... Yeah, Can we be so, a little more like like let's not talk about him and use him as like a litigating yeah. point in this reunion. Why don't you focus on your damn selves? Focus on yourselves and and like leave him out of this. Like he is in another place. Like let him go and give his family some rest. I know. And then they're like airing him out for potentially having an affair with Mary when like, he was he like died young. last year. Like he's not even been dead a year, and they're all like, oh well, he was definitely sleeping with Mary. It's like. God. God, everyone, shut the it's fuck nothing up. Nothing sacred. I know. I'm with Lisa. I'm sick. You're, You're all, all sick. sick. This is so sick. You are so sick. Meredith starts crying, and she says Lisa never checked on her in the wake of her father's illness and death. That's sad. And then Heather goes, "Don't worry, Meredith. The day after my dad died, Lisa texted me and goes, I hope your dad feels better.' Well, she didn't know. Clearly, I love. She didn't know. Like, I Lisa is can be mean but i don't think she's like heather tried to be someone was like well she probably didn't know and then heather goes or did she and i'm like okay i don't think lisa is like calculatedly like she's not gonna she doesn't have time to do that i think everyone's like needs i think everyone is just like has every reunion someone gets chosen Mm -hmm. she's been chosen this year as the one who's the most popular one always gets targeted that's I love you that Jen Shaw is basically getting nothing. Jen Shaw? Jen Shaw is out here defrauding the elderly left yeah. and right. Has like, is facing a total of 50, 50 years. In, years. In a century in jail. And Andy's asked her like three questions. And she has, she's barely said 
one thing and everyone's kind of like live laugh we love you jen yeah and i'm like and they're all coming for lisa i'm like okay lisa's not the one that scammed vulnerable like disabled and elderly people lisa's out here running like two beverage companies being the queen of sundance giving birth to two entrepreneurs their own brand and like sitting on daddy barlow's face yeah like she has a full plate i'm sorry that she's not like a hundred percent nice to you and can't keep track of every fucking thing you say but she's literally got a million things going on and sure she and might... you're all fucking jealous of her gorgeous straight hair and sure she might lie a lot and be sort of two-faced and untrustworthy but like she's That's not the deal. scamming people yeah she has not defrauded you. I'm like, Heather, why don't you call out this woman who called you Honey Boo Boo? Yeah, and Shrek. And Shrek and defrauded and old people. And Lisa also didn't even call Heather a Lego figurine. That was Angie. Angie, who she's now BFF with and going to, to Cabo with. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm over it. You can take your Lisa hate and march off a fucking plank. When Heather says that thing, Lisa goes, okay, Heather. Like, I'm like... She's give it a rest. She's getting literally a rainstorm of bullets from all sides. Yeah, enough. Enough with this. I love when they're talking about Mary's church and Wheatney pipes up and she goes, They said that she was a facsimile of God, which means an exact copy. I was like, Thank you, you blithering idiot. <laughs> Andy reads Lisa's rant. <laughs> And as it's happening, they have a split screen where it's Andy, Lisa, and Meredith. Meredith is sort of like blankly listening and Lisa's just nodding. <laughs> it's very like deposition vibes. And at the end, Lisa goes, wow, that's a lot. That was a lot. I want to perform Lisa's rant as you like should. a monologue. Do it. Yeah. Go to the open mic. The. Her and her fucking family that poses. Go to the open mic. The one open mic. Shoppy. Lisa, Lisa said... Her <laughs> Keep going. I don't know what you're going to say, but I have... Her kids have one rule for her when she's getting dressed. And she is, my kids, their biggest rule is don't look single. They look at me going out the door and they go, mom, you look single. So then I have to go change. They just don't want me to look single. My sons just, they think I'm so hot. That's basically what she's, she's saying. She's so hot. That her sons Her are... sons go, we can't get boners if we look at you. You look single. Lisa at one point goes, or Whitney goes, if the shoe fits, wear it. <laughs> <laughs> Whitney like Googled yeah. common phrases uh -huh. that people say and like memorized mm -hmm. them on flashcards getting ready for this reunion. Like she had Justin print mm -hmm. some out and mm -hmm. they did like a series of flashcards in the weeks leading up. He was like a high heel and she goes, if the shoe fits, turn it off. And he goes, no, babe, it's if the shoe fits, wear it. If the shoe fits, buy it. Wear it. <laughs> and he goes, yes. And then he holds up like a cookie and she's like, that's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> and like, it just you sound like, like you're in the movie, the HBO series Chernobyl. <laughs> that's the way the cookie is. Is eaten. Is eaten. If you give a mouse a cookie, cookie. it will yeah. ask for more, more crumbs. He's like, no, bitch. If you give a mouse a cookie, if you give a mouse a cookie, he will. He will be a wild rose. <laughs> <laughs> oh! 
If you give a mouse a cookie, he will be Iris and Bo <laughs> to Wild Rose. And he goes, no. Absolutely not. Oh, Try again. I know that one. That's um, if the shoe fits, buy Wild Rose. If the shoe fits, be a Wild Rose. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, if no. the shoe fits, pour your heart out. You pull your heart out? Pour your heart out. Pour your heart out. If the shoe fits, wear your heart on your sleeve. <laughs> he holds up a rose and she goes, Oh, I know this I one. I know this one. Every Isn't wild rose has its thorn. Then Brett Michaels comes sure? out and goes, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Fellas, is it gay to love housewives? God, I have to say I loved on the tour just the rock of love love in the with the people we met is it's a lot stronger than I even imagined. Yeah, Rock of Love bus moved people in such a way, and I forgot that that was like peak pandemic that we were doing that show. We so were kind of slam pigs. We rode COVID nineteen's wings all the way to the bus. We were someday we're going to have a tour. We're going to have like a a, a luxury van take us to spots. Here's the deal, though. You think that you want that, but I don't think that you really do. Yeah, you're right. Because I've been on one, and it's true coffin beds, with just a little thing and like it's fun if you're not performing you have no skin in the game and you're just like along for the ride like slam pig style but if you're like performing every night and you the only way you can like get ready is on a bus and like showering at the venue it's not Mm. i want a you know what i want i want a pj (laughs) and a night nurse and tony's night nurse to breastfeed to breastfeed him <laughs> while we're on stage oh. to give him mother's milk. I must pump. Oh, and at one point, Meredith is like questioning Lisa again about something. And then Whitney goes, hey, Meredith, <laughs> you should call Sarah Jane. Yeah, I'm like, Sarah Jane? I'm like, is Sarah, Sarah Jane, Jane is, the insurrectionist? She's literally the one who was <laughs> at the Capitol on Jan 6. Why don't you call Sarah Jane, Meredith? See what she has to say about Lisa Barlow. You should call Sarah Jane Warner and now see what the real story is. Because she's a wild rose. That one, she's a real wild rose. You should call her. Call her. Is that the insurrectionist? I pray it is. Lisa, if someone said that to me, I would go, no, I'm not calling that. I'm not calling her. I'm not calling her. I'm not calling her ass. And then Andy goes, Whitney, are you sad for Lisa and Meredith's the demise of their friendship? And there's a pause. And then Whitney goes, Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> She's so smug the entire time, oh, too. Yeah. Every time they, like, pin Lisa mm-hmm. against the wall with something she may have said or not said, it cuts to Whitney, and she goes, mm. Also, Meredith said about the rant that she couldn't even watch it, and it took her an hour to get through it. Uh, and I was just dying imagining Meredith, like, taking an hour to watch that 10-second clip. She took a bath between... V- Every word, she would pause and go, oh. <laughs> oh. She had to call Brooks. She had to be like, mom. She's her and her stupid family that poses. She goes, oh. 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 She, he would go, mom, you got to get through the rant. We just have to get through it, mom. Oh, mom, what's taking you so long? It's, it's literally so long. just a 10-second rant. I'm picking you up. We're going to go to LeBane. <laughs> I want them at LeBane. Lisa goes... Whitney goes, Lisa... Can I offer you a piece of advice? And then Lisa goes, oh my God, I know I'm not perfect. Everyone keeps saying that. I was there for you, Meredith. I was. I'm so sorry. I'm a horrible human being. 
Leave her alone. And then at the end, Lisa, when they're all like wrapping up for like a break, Lisa sits with Meredith and he goes, she goes, Meredith, Meredith, can I talk to you really quick? Can I talk to you? And she like moves in really close. And Meredith she goes, sits on Jenny. <laughs> Meredith goes, oh, she goes, Lisa, I don't have time for this right now. I don't want to engage in this conversation. She goes, Meredith, people were telling me that you were making fun of my house renovations. And that's why I said that rant. And Meredith goes, what do you mean? And she goes, I heard you said I lived in a shitty house. And so I had no choice but to rant. I was so mad. And Meredith, that is enough. Meredith goes, okay, because I don't like the way your house looks. Like That deserves like a full character assassination. I'm sorry. I can't talk about this right now. I love Lisa gets at her most ramped up. This is also when I was most bored of the Lisa. Yeah, hate. I fast forwarded a lot. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I just kept my notes just kept being like, this is boring. I'm bored of the Lisa hate. But then Lisa goes, everybody here wants to crucify me. She goes, what? Do you want me to cut my wrist right now? I love Lisa like cutting her wrist and bleeding for everyone's Martyr. pleasure. I imagine, you know, in the Adams family when they do the play mm-hmm. and the fake blood shoots out of their arms. I was imagining Barlow doing that. She should stage like a bloodletting, like a self-flagellation to make everyone happy. Do you they want me to get down on my me? knees right now? I'll walk 40 days in the desert, in the Utah desert and come back and I'll be changed. Do you want me to do that? What do you want? You want to crucify me like Jesus Christ? I'll do it. Fine. I, I'll come back. <laughs> Lisa is stigmata vibes. Maybe Lisa is the savior. I think that she... She's the second coming of Joseph Smith. She's a, she's Christ-like. She's the angel that taught Joseph about Mormonism. Mm-hmm. I'll go out and walk in the desert. I'll go to upstate New York. I'll find some scrolls. Bring I'll them find back. Some goddamn scrolls. Our tabernacle queen. I know. I do wish that she wasn't Mormon. I love it. It makes it better in my eyes. Yeah. Okay. I accept her. But yeah, I'm... I'm bored. Me too. Let Where's I need like I want a board Jen talk. I want to hear that they ramped it up. They based so much of it around this arrest, but it, it's now just the Lisa expose party. Yeah, and exposing what? We already know there's nothing to expose. I think they I actually think they are going easy on Jen. They are. And Andy, I think that was like saving face. I think she somehow scammed her way again into being not talked about. We should be getting the nitty gritty detail. I want to hear paperwork files i want to see witness accounts you know testimony shit 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 he came for erica jane like every reunion of jen jen's she's got some kind of magic over these people yeah i'm just i'm tired you know what i mean i'm just need it to be over i need the season to be over i need also, Sharif just looks like he's in hell. Every time that he and Jen are on camera together, the life drains from his eyes. He's like, I should have stayed in like Denver or wherever the fuck he was living. Also, Jen's trial isn't even till July now. Just so we're going to, aren't they, didn't they film another season? Oh. Or are they filming? I need at least. I can't do another season of just months. this. Yeah. I need at least the rest of 2022 off. I can't handle these women. I would say that to their faces. No, I know. They really have some thinking to do. I would only accept a spinoff of Lisa being the queen of Sundance. And Wild Rose. Running her business. They should have oh, like vying girl boss 
spinoff. <laughs> I'm dying. That's yeah. just like Wild Rose versus the Queen of Sundance. If you give a, a mouse a cookie, be a Wild Rose. <laughs> He's going to try and be a Wild Rose. No, that's Mm-mm. not this. That's not it. No. Oh. Well, guys. Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> Truly, at this point. At that, this point, it's really let us know. It's a, a place of let us know. We'll be back this week with my boy, Midwives. Midwives will be back in action. There's a bonus episode featuring yeah. our... Our Seattle show is going to be a bonus episode. It's so good. Rockstar. We talk about the classic episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills that birthed the Taylor screaming at a cat meme the malibu beach party from hell and it really does not disappoint it was and i tell a really good story in it carrie boots it boots the house down with an incredible story we do some uh boeing mcast humor we do a little like light tight tens i'm just like it was a vibe miscellaneous so get into it it's really fun you'll hear the good crowd in seattle yeah and Tickets are on sale for a June tour. Yeah, get them. You we'll literally won't regret it. We can't wait to see you then. I know. And when in doubt, be, be wild. wild. Like a rose. Bye. Bye. Bye.